Today we've got world economic, you know, person on CNN, and he just comes on there. Bottom out your mama. <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah. The whole system's going to bottom out like I did in your mom last <laughs> night. Shit. <laughs> Fucking. They just cut back to the anchor, and she's like, all right. Just blinks. Well, that was Larry Anderson <laughs> with uh, economic report yeah right <laughs> like the fucking <clears throat> I just saw like uh, right before going to class like the fucking Trump indictment sort of fucking breaking news oh, man all the Wheel of Fortune fans like what the fuck God. <laughs> don't fuck with the Wheel of Fortune fans dude it's not Wheel of Fortune it's Jeopardy I shit you not if we preempt Jeopardy for anything the phone rings nonstop. It takes three people <laughs> oh. to answer all the fucking calls of these fucking people calling this local CBS station going, Welcome, I can't watch Jeopardy. Dude. Even though you have no control over it. That is yeah. amazing. Mm. That's pretty great. So, do you guys get any heads up or is it just kind of like... Yeah, they tell us. There's like a gigantic fucking speaker that comes out. They're like... Well, I guess like from your perspective, though, is the breaking news interrupting at the same time as we're interrupting everybody else? It's just like you get a loudspeaker, so because you're there at work. I I don't get what you're saying. Well, in the sense that like it's not not like you can prepare. I I don't know. We're we're going to get all these phone calls. It just happens as it happens because this is breaking. I mean, I'm like, we're gonna start the show. Are we? I was waiting. I've been refreshing my fucking browser. And I'm not You're seeing... waiting. Damn, motherfucker. Who's? <laughs> oh, we could tell. We could fucking tell. Thanks, Teddy. I don't even see you on the goddamn live. Oracle. Why? Because we're the fucking two props holding this whole show up. Start. The show. Right? <laughs> this the week's up. episode, we're going to talk about Argentina's dirty war and death flights. Speaking of dirty wars, we've got our usual rascals tonight Old Town Road Oracle, Telephone Teddy, I wouldn't put it off mute, Doing the Jardians Dance Mystic, and Two Hot Hemorrhoids Ashtray. And this is the Red Eye Report. The Jardians oh, right. Dance. Uh, before we get into our topic, um, we need to uh, pause for the cause. Pause for the cause. Pause for the cause. <laughs> weekly yeah. benefit event. Why can't we see Teddy in the live feed? That's weird. I'm not watching. Oh, you got, okay, see me on the live feed, right? Really? Oh, hold on, hold on. Sorry, that's why you're all like, get started. <laughs> Sorry, shit's no, looking weird. No, and it's... I made that joke about me and Oracle right. being the only two propping this show up, and you oh, fucking oh, laughed at me. I did. Anyways, this week's pause for the cause goes out to uh, Trigger Warning. He is a uh, Doberman with PTSD. (laughs) um, You just gotta watch out. Sometimes he likes to kiss hard. (laughs) At least that's what his former owner always said before he ripped her gizzard out. She deserved it. She didn't use his pronouns. Well, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) It went into a fucking blind rage. 
Exactly. You know, you don't ever misgender a Doberman. <laughs> or they'll take your gender. You know what I mean? So, this week we're going to uh, talk about Argentina's dirty war. Have any of you heard the term of the uh, Argentina's dirty war? No. Uh, nope. Um, you may have heard what I knew about it was uh, about the, the disappeared. Nope. Which is a term that is actually modernly more used, especially in the uh, cartels in Mexico. Anyways, the uh, disappeared um, is essentially where the government just snatches you in the dark. And nobody, your family, friends, no one knows what happened to you. There's no Mm. body. There's no nothing. Can't get in touch with you, Mm. especially in the 70s. It's like you can't even blow up fucking snapchat be like where are you motherfucker hmm. so this uh argentina's dirty war happened between 1974 to 1983 and there's an estimated um and this is how like because the, they they weren't like the nazis where they took records you know hmm. <laughs> they just when got was rid the of falklands them. what's that when was the falklands the Falklands were kind of they. The Falklands actually ended the Dirty War. Hmm. Okay. Um, and like, it's like round so out. Britain got pissed and just came in and was. Oh like, yeah, out. yeah, and I'll kind of round out, I guess, with the the uh, Falklands. Right. Um, but uh, yeah. So it was essentially think of uh, the Falklands War. What you know of that? Um, this military junta, which I was like, what the hell's a junta? Right. Wow. Like it just basically means uh any government that's run by multiple branches or like multiple uh, military leaders, like a joint government. Um, anyways, uh, the, so the, the junta is what led up to the Falklands. And during though, the dirty war um, estimated, this is how wide the range is. 9,000 to 30,000 people were killed or disappeared. Damn. And, this is uh, a pretty big range. That's like, yeah, exactly. It's I mean, a big range. Why? Because they didn't take that's any like record. My dick's either three inches or like twelve. I they mean, didn't take it's somewhere any. In there. Yeah, they didn't take any records. And um, if you want to bring up in the outline there, Oracle, you'll see this like thing where it says the disappeared. There's this uh, little graphic which helps ex- uh, people understand like this. So um, I, I've heard of Operation Condor, but I didn't really know okay. anything about it. Yep. And it, the thing, the more I dug into this, which started with the death flights, and then you start realizing just how uh, many layers there are to all this shit. Operation Condor was basically a joint. All these, you had Bolivia, Chile, Argentina, Uruguay, Paraguay, Brazil. Um, they all had dictator-type governments, or at least, like, eventually did. Um, and you've probably heard of pinochet Mm. he ran chile and he like um basically he's the one who started it but it was kind of this like all these south american governments agreed that um we're gonna start and it was backed by the u.s off record of course it was basically um Fucking, fucking uh, white people, man. Kissinger. Henry Kissinger <clears throat> would go down there. It was called red light, green light uh, diplomacy or tactic where he'd go down there and he'd talk 
with uh, you know like Pinochet um, or uh, let's say this was um, fucking Jorge um, motherfucker who is in Argentina, uh, Jorge <laughs> Rafael Vidal. He would say like he you know in camera, yep, don't do this fucking, and then behind he's like, go ahead and do it. We don't really care, right? So all of these governments conspired to take out anyone who is leftist, Marxist, trade unionist, artist, journalist. Gayist. So this um, was so this was business. sanctioned by the U.S. Like they were like, "Hey, was, get rid of these motherfuckers." No, so like what it was is essentially that um, it wasn't. So it it's considered U.S. backed. U.S. backed in the sense that we also did provide uh, military aid. For these governments, mm-hmm. your mama. We didn't, I uh, but so, like the CIA was aware of Operation Condor. The CIA did not create Operation Condor, but w- they were aware of it. They made Kissinger aware of it, um, and Kissinger would go down there and on the news and in front of like you know when you have those posturing moments. They say, look, we got to respect human rights and we got, you know, like these are the rumors we're hearing, blah, blah, blah. But then when they're talking behind the scenes, he's like, yeah, like we're not really going to do anything about it. But I have to, you know, like this is what I got to say to the Mm. international community because we're also giving you money for your military. Why? Because we can influence you. So they essentially um, like it all started way back with Juan Peron who um, I didn't realize he was like a beloved uh, president of Argentina um, in the 50s, but he's hated by the government. So remember, uh, don't cry for me, mm-hmm. Argentina. Vita, I've never seen the movie, but Madonna played a Vita in the late 90s. She sure did. That was his wife, that was his wife right? It's like the middle. Exactly. Middle. This is his yeah. second wife. Second wife, okay. Um, the... Uh, um, Evita, and so she was actually she was kind of one of the very first, like uh, one of the very first people to cross that boundary because it was kind of just expected uh, as a uh, um, like celebrity. You you shouldn't do politics um, because she was an actress um, in Argentina was like super popular. Anyways. So Juan Perón, he's got this great populist government. They had all these socialist projects and and like the population loved them. And uh, Peronism was it was like this term kind of like uh, where like Eisenhower would have um, that kind of like New Deal or like sort of uh, thing where the investing in all these infrastructure things for the populace. Everybody loved him, right? Fucking except the military. In the 1955, they ousted him with a coup, kicked him out. He went to Spain. He comes back during this period while he's ousted and the military takes over and all these like social uh, programs that were helping out the poor were shut down. All these left-wing guerrilla groups started. And Fast forward, 1973, Perón, like, enough upheaval and distrust in the uh, government, or the military, comes on. So Perón comes back 18 years later. Bam, right? He's like, shows up at the airport. I shit you not, this is like, this is so fucked of a story. There's the uh, Izizia massacre. He literally, at the airport, comes down 
and like gives this big speech and everybody's there to support him. And he's he was so popular as a populist. There was uh, right uh, right wing Peronis and left wing Peronis. Mm. It was like he had fans on the liberal left wing Marxist side and fans on like the conservative right wing side. Mm. Um, except so that, for when he shows up at the airport, the right wing side decided, you know what we're going to do? We're going to set up snipers up in this building and we're just going to fucking shoot those leftists. What the and, fuck? Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's this weird thing where like he was so beloved that he had fans on the right and the left, but the right wingers set up snipers and murdered um, like 19 people. At the airport, like, because everyone knew he was coming, so it turned out to this big fucking political show. And, yeah, he comes back, but he's, like, coming back with, like, the right-wing side um, of his version of, uh, you know, populism. Jeez, they sound worse than the fucking juggalos. I know. (laughs) So, um, then, he does, so, Ezeron becomes president, um, and, uh, but, of course, like, wah, wah, wah. Like not too long after being president, he fucking dies. But his oh. wife or his widow, Isabel. So Evita, Evita's already dead. This is his third wife. Um, I think Evita, like, uh, you know, it's one of those like fucking rabbit holes where it's like, how did Evita die? I don't know. Like, I think she had appendicitis. We'll just say that. <laughs> well, that's kind of lame. Yeah, <laughs> no. down some stairs to shut As I'm like up. skimming the Wikipedia, says something about <laughs> like she had to have a surgery, and then like I think like that might have fucked her up. Anyway, because back then, yeah, back, you know, back then. So uh, <clears throat> fast forward to uh, Perone dies, and his like fucking widow takes over Isabel something or another. Isabel Perone, <laughs> um, she. Uh, her government is overthrown in March of 76 by the military junta, which they called themselves the natural, uh, what was it? The natural reprogramization process. Reprogramization. And so they created the, the triple A, the Argentina. triple A. Yep. Triple A, which were basically a, um, it was uh, Perón's like minister of uh, social welfare. The minister of social welfare creates the Argentinian anti-communist alliance, and they were given even under his widow, and she signed on these decrees. They're basically given uh, a blanket check to like stamp out any leftist, um, you know, leftist. Marxist, uh, Marxist, you know, or in dissenters. Like, so this does not harm us, and they. They went to town. They started have they would have night gangs <coughs> that would roam the streets, um, and just like hunt down anyone who was complaining uh, or anyone who was putting up uh, anti you know like political posters. <laughs> really? Any of the shit. That, so if you were talking shit, they'd be like, "Oh, you talking some shit, huh?" They did. They like rough oh, yeah. you up and shit. Well, and they would go into these families like uh, uh, they would they would harass your family because they'd be like, "Where's so and so?" Um, the, uh, Fucking your mom. Yeah. There was the, uh, night, uh, let's hear my, <coughs> um, yeah, right. Fucking your mom. <laughs> no, they were, they created this, like it created this group of the, um, fucking mothers of, uh, something square. Of course I had half my fucking notes are still at work. Um, where these mothers who are like our kids like are gone. Where the fuck are they? Um, and they're in the they, ocean. They would just be like, oh, 
No, no, let's talk about it. So, yeah, this guy here, that's um, old fucking uh, Jorge Rafael Videa. Um, he was the one who's kind of, like, running this show at the time. That's the thing is, like, there's actually multiple presidents. And, like, there's so many rabbit holes. I had to keep it back to the whole point of this was that um, – so while they were – the AAA – was hunting down guerrillas, students, activists, political dissidents, journalists, artists, trade unionists. That was another thing, too. Like, basically, any union organizations in the um, industries of Argentina, they were hunted down. Um, and then it just went down to basically any citizen who was, like, putting up posters or, like, uh, you know, protesting of any sort. The kind of stuff that, like, our government just, like, ignores. But they're like, yeah, we'll let you do it. Just don't, like, break stuff. And then we'll just not listen. Um, which is kind of how you pacify us. Anyways, um, they arrested and rounded up all those people, put them in these detention centers, and that's where you got this, like, 9,000 to 30,000 people, roughly, that were uh, disappeared, um, presumably killed. The uh, the story, because I had heard of the disappeared, um, but it was actually this story recently this week was about um the death flights which uh they found they tracked down one of the last actual planes if you bring up the fucking outline there's this picture of this mm-hmm. um plane they're called the uh short sc7 sky van and it literally looks like a sky van hmm. um like at first, yeah, it was uh, it was started producing. It's they're as old as nineteen sixty three, right? So these weird like fucking short range cargo um, planes, and they um, a photographer who was fascinated with the stories is what happened is they would take these um, dissidents and prisoners that they were torturing. One of the things, too, they do is that kind of like, oh, yeah, they take a wire spring frame underneath an old mattress, you know, with no mattress on it. And they would strap them down to that and then hook it up to a car battery. You know, sometimes took the also sometimes took the car battery right to the testicles, you know, like what we've been doing about the CIA, probably all taught by the CIA. Um, They would then take these people and they'd be like, you know what? That's not torture. We're. We're we're releasing you after torturing you for you know x amount of years because like some of these people who are survivors who are still alive, they were in there for like two years. Um, and granted, this went from seventy four to eighty three, so they would take them then and they would tell them we're going to be releasing you. We're take we're flying you to the south of the country. Basically, like we're going to like release you, but we're going to let you out in the south of the country, and like you're free to go. But because we're flying you, we have to inoculate you. Hmm. And so they would play music, and they would like get them dancing and happy. And then they would all give them shots. But the shots were propofol, like the shit that killed Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. I've had that before. It's good. Yeah. They would get them all fucked, and fucked up, uh, you know, passed out. <clears throat> and they would then put them on trolleys and get them on these fucking sky vans. Um and they would then fly out over the South Atlantic Ocean um, at super high heights. And they would, like, the people in the back of the plane would strip them all of their clothing, take everything off, get them fully naked. 
just kick them out the back. Damn. At fucking super high altitude. Why, why go why through the... Thinking? Why go through the trouble? Yeah. To fully... To try to just completely get rid of the body. To fully disappear them. Hmm. And um, it actually was one of these things where no... We may have not known about it, um, except for that... Uh, I can't remember what... My other notes, the year anyways, it was, but it was in the 70s, like late 70s, uh, where um, seven bodies washed ashore. And it turned out like people, when they identified the bodies, they turned out to be people who were reported as disappeared. And the coroner was like, yeah, these bodies hit the water at a high rate of speed. Hmm. And that is where people realize that like, and because the death flights, Argentina is not the one first to invent them. This is, I guess, fucking uh, French did it uh, during 1947. Um, hmm. So yeah, right. Blame it on the French. They always come up with the cool 1947? shit. 1947. Yeah. What war um, was that? Let's see here. It's a, uh, it's a Malagasy uprising. They also did it in 1957 to the Battle of Algiers. Um, but even like we did it, you know, in Vietnam, right? You know, there are oh, stories where right. we would fly up yeah. and just fucking throw them out the helicopter. Absolutely. Um, Why waste so, bullets, right? Oh, yeah. And even one of these guys, like during, because uh, there's in the 2000s, uh, they started actually finding uh, and persecuting these people responsible. Um, one general or whatever was, he just kind of said like, yeah. He's like, you know, nowadays, like, why, why not just go over the volcano? Make it easier. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a good yeah. point if you're really trying Does to get mean, rid of them. Right? But imagine, I was just thinking about that, too. Because like, then you got to be precise. Exactly. Think of how many bodies in. would be mangled <laughs> around the rim of the volcano. Yeah. Because when you try to fly directly <laughs> over it, it probably <laughs> fucks your helicopter up. It's like a bathroom that hasn't been cleaned in years. <laughs> Just fucking bodies all over the fucking lid. Yes, exactly. <laughs> fucking, fucking dirty toilet volcano full of uh, war crimes. Um, anyway, so the death flights, um, they then uh, they persecuted some of the pilots. What ended up happening was uh, yeah, they tracked down... Um, Somehow, like, since the junta, so, like, to round out what you're asking about the Falkland Wars, the Falkland Wars is actually towards the end of the Dirty Wars. Um, this is even after fucking uh, Jorge. Uh, there was, like, another general that had to take over. Um, because you keep doing a Dirty War, and, like, the people need someone to step down. But they just kept the junta going. He decided, oh, we'll invade the Falklands, like, where it's kind of almost like uh, almost like a George Bush thing going into Iraq, where it's like, oh man, we need a win, right? Like, yeah. let's let's go fucking take back this uh, British colony because at the time too, Great Britain had been giving up territories. Mm. Um, this is in the early '80s, you know, and Margaret Thatcher. Um, the thing is though, the Iron Lady, man, you don't fuck with her. Right. Um, they really thought like they they that Great Britain and because at the time too, Great Britain was dealing with some economic uh, 
crises. And so they just thought, oh, yeah, they're not going to spend the money and effort to come down here and, like, do anything about it. And they were fucking wrong. And that is actually, (laughs) it is Great Britain coming down. And also, they, uh, the fucking general. It was only, um, like, one battleship, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a whole, yeah, I could do a whole other episode on the guy in Falklands, which is an interesting story. Um, but the, uh. They the thing is Argentina because they were being subsidized by the uh, U.S. Defense Department, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they thought, oh yeah, well the U.S. will be on our side. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had yeah. like, oh, and it's like <laughs> you don't. We don't know you, yeah, right? And so yeah, it said pray call, uh, pray call. We don't know yeah. you. We basically just started helping uh, subsidize uh, Britain's effort. And also because things too, like that general, you know, of course he had some warm, you know, uh, meetings with Ronald Reagan, but you know, it's like fucking any of those politicians, like you go in there, you're rubbing elbows and, mm-hmm. uh, losing up, but it's like, you dude, <laughs> like, yeah. just, you're trying to like appease the fact that you're throwing motherfuckers out of airplanes and you're trying to appease your citizens by like, you're just going to start a war and take back this little British colony. Yeah. Yeah, you, basically, you the shark, they they handed a, an opportunity for, um, I'm sure, especially U.S. intelligence, and by proxy, you know, through British intelligence, to clean up this whole mess, to be like, oh, you know, these assholes that have been, you remember yeah. this thing that we've been funding and kind of, you know, not doing anything exactly. about that, that could be a PR nightmare to go in and take it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's just fucking have the British go in there, take it over yeah. and <laughs> we'll just kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. And then like we, we have a political um, now reason to stop giving you any more military funding. Right. And, right. That is so it's because they fucked up so bad in the Falklands. Um, and uh, that like it is where the junta finally like pff, fell apart. And so this whole death flight thing was a mystery or like rumor, I guess you'd call it um, for, you know, because no one really survived it other than in the people who <laughs> perpetrated it. I hope. I mean, um, I would I mean, think yeah, not. Yeah, it's not a. But it was. Uh, they somehow. Okay, so what happened was like after concrete, and also the um, when the uh, the junta fell apart after uh, the fail at the Falklands, um, there was a democratic <sighs> government that came in, and they started a, a commission to for the disappeared to try to track down, and they're still doing it to this day. Um, they. Because of a change, the uh, Coast Guard of Argentina was no longer like part of the military because the military still had a whole fucking tight lips. Like we're not going to talk about this. But the <laughs> Coast Guard were like, "Oh yeah, oh here, like yeah, here's our records we have for like what planes were part of the Coast Guard back then." So they've tracked down one of the remaining surviving of these uh, sky vans. Turned out to be in Fort Lauderdale. This poor motherfucker is like, oh yeah, you know they they were using it for like skydiving. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine like being on a yeah. fucking plane well, that I mean, dumped out and killed people? You wouldn't it's know. Like, sure, it's just know. a plane. But it's like one of those things too. If you think about the uh, the 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 story and the energy behind something, um, 
But the uh, the guy who owned it was very forthright. Like, oh yeah, he's like he had heard that it was part of the Falklands War. You know, he's like, that's what I, you know, I knew that. You know, and it's like, was, yeah. but that's all I know. But hey, look at still got all the original flight records. Hmm. And they're like, fucking a, no shit. Really? They, wow. They had the fault the f- original flight records, and they showed that. That's the thing too. Is like it was reported is that those death flights happen every Wednesday for two years, Damn. at the very least. So fifteen to two thousand people at least estimated that they kicked out those planes at high altitude, naked hmm. and drugged. Some people, some people were already dead, depending on you know torture wise. Some of them, but no, it was like this is how we were getting rid of bodies, and it was actually a change, like an El Nino. It wasn't El Nino, but a similar kind of like weird, fucking seasonal thing that brought the winds that that happened where those seven bodies washed up. Mm-hmm. That people then, the public, got a hint of it, um, and it was it wasn't till they then found this Fort Lauderdale plane, got the flight records, which still had the pilots' names, and they then it was like in the two thousands. Hmm. arrested them and put them on trial and they had moved to like Spain and shit you know they had all like fuck out of Dodge um and uh so yeah this right now it was the whole story is in the news this week because of that uh final plane Fort Lauderdale they're flying it back to like the uh, Memorial Museum in Argentina in uh, Buenos Aires hmm. um as uh, you know, part of the memorial of the the dirty wars. So, don't get yourself in. Uh, uh, don't don't be a fucking hippie leftist uh, in Argentina in the seventies. Uh, those Argentinians are still pissed about Falklands, though. Oh yeah. Well, and the thing too is like the Falklands was yeah it was their like last ditch effort. The the, the thing also you've, a lot of people don't realize is that while they decided to invade the Falklands. They actually were. Look at that map of that fucking the the Con, Operation Condor. As oh. a reminder for people who are geographically inclined, um, while they invaded the Falklands, now look at that map. They were in a war with Chile. Look at that borderline. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fucking border. Granted, it's a mountain range, but like they decided like to go for a win militarily also i mean kind of like we did we were already in afghanistan it's like we need to go in iraq <laughs> we're gonna win <laughs> it's like what the, we'll what? step over we're, here real quick we're in afghanistan yeah like we've already got this yeah. fucking shit show <laughs> nonetheless like that was uh, uh how operation condor came to an end they uh brit they did underestimated fucking whole crotchy margaret thatcher coming in with her warships yeah i remember when uh Top Gear went to Argentina on a special. They got fucking accosted. Like, they had to hole up in their, their fucking hotel for they're British. two days. Oh. Yeah, mm. because they're British. Um, well, and a lot of people think Jeremy Clarkson fucking taunted him, too, because he got custom license plates on the car that he bought in Argentina when he got there, and it was FLK 83. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Falklands 83. So he was like... Yeah, that's, yeah. So that's like, a little like, bit yeah, of a taunt. It is, yeah, it is. Like he's he said it did you know it, that they weren't custom or anything, but that's bullshit. 
because so what do you mean they weren't custom? Yeah, like he's he, okay. he's not gonna admit to it. You know what I mean? He's not gonna admit. But they were like throw. They were like fucking throwing rocks at the caravan when they were getting them out. Like the military had to escort them to Chile. Yeah, no, I would have asked for different mm. plates because if it was a full on like he coincidence, had those, he had those made. That's right. total. So I mean, he yeah, did, but he's producers. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's good TV. It's good TV. Yeah, right. Until you get chased out of a country because <laughs> <of the> <laughs> until place. you get fucking <clears throat> stabbed. Yeah, until you get stabbed. <clears throat> yeah, they had a lot. Think of all the layers of fucking crew and production around them when they're making those shows, though. Yeah, but that's more targets, dude. They had like three cars full of people they had to try to get out. You know what I mean? Like the st- like all three of them went in separate cars. Like they went ahead. So they they were like kind of uh it was like a subterfuge. Like the crew was the main target. Like yeah. they were getting shit thrown at them while the stars were in these cars that were like ahead of everybody, like near the military and shit. Like <laughs> Like what the fuck, dude? So you just leave the camera guy to get fucking yeah, <laughs> right? Because that's the best shot. The poor bastard <laughs> gets pelted with shit. Right. Gary, come on, Gary, give yeah. him the GoPro. Gary's getting paid eighteen bucks an hour and fucking free lunch to right. get fucking rocks thrown at his face. Anyway, go poor ahead, Gary. But cheers to Gary, you know, like he gives us these narratives that help us understand yep. where Argentina's at today. Well, cheers, and they're still, they're still, cheers to Gary, because they're still butthurt about we'll the spring fall. for a, a foot long instead of a six inch subway. Yeah, yeah man. An Argentina yeah, subway. All right. I'm sure it's fucked. All right. Moving along. That was our main topic to the what sexy section. Oracle. Two minutes of till late night. Yeah, I just discovered this uh, tonight. So it is a YouTube channel, um, two minutes to late night, and they had, they had like a talk show thing or whatever. Um, I think they were doing this like three, four years ago, but really kind of the the great thing about it is they have over 60 recordings of covers that these musicians um have done like heavy metal covers or classic uh rock covers the bands are um generally from heavy metal not not all of them or the musicians and they come together and they fucking play these these versions of these songs and it kind of has this cool um I, I guess I would describe it as lo-fi um, editing. Um, just like, you know, they put like kind of ridiculous. It's not meant to look super sexy. Um, it's supposed to be kind of funny, but it sounds yeah. amazing. All of them sound amazing. And they're, they'll do like little interviews. Who does the and, mixing then? Is it, it looks like a TikTok kind of collaboration. Yeah, so it, thing, it, but. it looks like TikTok, but it, it's, it does not sound like TikTok. And it, um, they clearly have uh, a crew that's working on this. But they... Yeah. They, no, what's playing right now looks different than that link you had shared where they were doing Boston. So, that was the right, same thing, right? right? So, so this is a Pantera cover. Um, okay. So this has uh, lead singer from Hailstorm, uh, oh. guitar player from Code right. Orange, 
Was um, this done during pandemic where everybody's just so they started doing this from the pandemic where you oh, know okay. like everybody would send in videos of themselves. But they they just kept it going. They kept on doing it because they're like, holy <sighs> shit, this fucking works. This actually works really well. And we can get all of these musicians collaborating on these songs in a way that we wouldn't uh, necessarily be able to do. And uh, basically, they have a Patreon. People pay into the Patreon, and then that gets paid out to the artists. So basically, you can sponsor artists to come in and do mm. these like super fucking covers. Oh no shit. Yeah, and then the artists they oh. they pick the songs that they want to cover together. Mm. So it's like this really fucking So does the artists way. actually like start the like here's the Patreon chip into this and we get to a level like I will be able to fly out and I haven't, I haven't, yeah, I, I haven't assume. looked at it. Which makes um, sense, right? I haven't looked at it in detail, but they they said yes. This, you know, we're paying the artists through this. We've been able to do now. It's over sixty of these yeah. uh, covers well, that they've done. Yeah, if you're a busy uh, musician, it's like yeah, it's like got to be a certain level of price to make it worth flying mm-hmm. out there and taking the time. They may not even do the flying out like this one. Oh yeah, this they don't fly one out. They did. Looks like it's just fucking. Yeah, four different cameras. Yeah, at they're their houses. still doing it's like it a Tina remotely. Cover. Sure. Okay. Well, what was the one we watched? It looked like, or the so one you, you shared Lizzie it was on stage. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Those were probably. So they do have some of them. Um, okay. Well, yeah. then you misled me. Oh, okay. Sorry, but the <laughs> majo- majority of these are still. It was a nice remote. production value, and they were all oh, there yeah. in the yeah. same environment. Oh, yeah. No mask. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fantastic it it is really good shit um so definitely check it out i i'm gonna be watching more of these super impressed by this and you can tell the musicians they're just fucking having a blast because they pick they they're they are like hey let's do this fucking we the uh, the Papa Roach, last resort it's funny too because they'll do like little comedy skits and shit too I doubled my Patreon estimate. Fucking yeah. And Mutoid Man is that dude. That's the guy. That's the bass player from uh, High on Fire. Yeah, I was uh, watching that because Mutoid Man is kind of like the house band for the um, right. for the talk show or whatever. So yeah. he's just like you ever screaming necro- shit out. The Necrogoblicon talk show? Uh, no, I haven't seen that. Really? All right, that's going to be my what's sexy next week. I got to remember that. Write it down. It's actually fucking fantastic because <clears throat> the goblin it. from Necrogoblicon hosts a talk show and they're the house band. Necrogoblicon is. And they actually have like Patton Oswald has been on there and shit. Like, <laughs> like these fucking big, they have big name people and it's like an actual talk show with this fucking whacked out troll fucking goblin <laughs> thing asking questions. It's dude. so it's fucking, fucking weird, but it's, I mean, it <clears throat> yeah. works. Yeah. So check it out. Two minutes to late night. Word. All right, moving along to Teddy Diablo Four. Diablo Four is out for everybody now. Um, Everybody. The plebs. Yeah. Right. Uh, Even the Eskimos can now get it. I got it four days early because of my my super cheap ultimate, but it's not. uh, It's now. What about the transgender community? Nobody gives a fuck. Um. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. Jesus. Sorry for all the trainees who are digging the Diablo Four. Yeah, we're talking about Diablo right now. Go, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, the game, the game, um, 
has has had really no server problems. Uh, they did maintenance on the game while the game was up uh, the other night. Uh, the party shot was down for a little bit, but I mean, it's, it's been really smooth. And also, uh, it's been a, it's been a really smooth uh, PC release because for some reason, PC games, like console games, that on PC, they don't they don't release very well. So all in all, everything's good. I like the game. Uh, it is it is my fuck you think also. So yeah, get into that later. But yeah, so that's all I gotta say. What are you playing it on? I'm playing it on Xbox. Okay. What is it now? Seventy bucks? Um, yes. You get that? Bucks. Were you the one saying you got a special half price? Well, no. For some reason, I got it for thirty bucks last yeah. week. So I was like, oh, uh, "This is awesome. Good for yeah. you." Yeah. All right, I'm moving along to uh, Mystic King of Speed with a YouTube right. link. Yeah. So uh, that YouTube link is just a scene, I think, or scenes from uh, one of the episodes. It's a three-episode thing. It's a few years old, but I just now found it. Idris Elba goes and learns different racing disciplines, uh, drag racing, drives a NASCAR, fucking drift, uh, rally. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and it's fucking awesome. I'm not gay, but if Idris <laughs> Elba was into me, I I might try it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's he's, fucking he's, space. He's he's got he's got that big dick energy, and it's a great fucking series because like. He's so cocky, You're not cocky, but like confident. And there's a few Does times he, where he'll uh, catch have a, you, his dude, natural like you British accent. Shit. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's British. I don't know if it's like Cockney. It's London. He's from Lon- East London, I guess, is what he says. Coming up to the East London. So, <laughs> yeah, so this is just like a fucking series where he's a. Uh, what just looking yeah, at just fucking learning, vehicles? Just learning. He's not looking at them though. He's learning how to drive them and shit. Hmm. Oh, here's how you like drive from a car. Professional fucking yeah, yeah. ashtray. That's exactly what. It is. Here's how you drive a car. <laughs> Drivers ad with the when it's at 35 degree angle. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, the rally one's pretty intense. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he did a episodes. rally. <laughs> <laughs> Did he really? I mean, those rally drivers yeah. are fucking crazy. Yeah, I th- I think. Yeah, he rolls this fucking yeah. beamer, man. Pretty fucking hard. Uh, and then the drag racing one was fucking pretty badass. Hmm. Anyway. How many episodes? It's only three. They're like 40 minutes a piece or something. Background right. noise. I just watch them at work, you know. Hmm. Right. Well, you should be editing the video in front of you. Don't tell him how to do his job. He's hey, like, I don't know. It's the same CBS fucking bullshit. Is it doesn't have to be good. So mm. no, right? It doesn't have to be good. It just has to be. <clears> it right just has to be on air. Yeah. Right. Be there when on cue. Um. All right. Moving on, to Ashtray. Keep it short and sweet. Uh, loving that long game. Went to. Uh, the uh, that crazy uh, hippie dance class again tonight, and uh, of course the uh, hottest hippie who uh, I shouldn't bother getting entangled with sits down next to me, chats me up after class. So, uh, anyways, we'll see where that goes. Probably nowhere. Moving on to fuck what you think. Oh, that Oracle. was it. Oh, well, damn. Um, yeah. As I say, keep it short and sweet. 
I think, think Ash got some ass to get to tonight or something. He's going kind of fast for him. The uh, I was trying to keep in time. Uh, Oracle <laughs> uh, needs some rain, man. I own a house now. Yeah, and I don't yeah, want to burn my fucking lawn off. Got to get yourself uh, one of those uh, little sprinklers uh, and then some kids to run uh, through it. Yeah, get God. a sprinkler system, bro. I don't need a goddamn sprinkler system. Well, how? What are you gonna do out there with a fucking? Uh, I need no. I need do. fucking rain. That's what I need. <laughs> I need rain. Yeah. Well, when you don't have rain, you have to get the sprinkler out. Well, I don't know. I don't and know if pay. I'm ready for that kind of extreme. Dude, you water got a house. Usage. That is that is part of it. Like all these little nuances <laughs> come down to you. Get a few of those, few of those sprinklers and daisy chain some hoses in between. <clears throat> yep. Uh, exactly. Get you four so, sprinklers you going timer. down that long ass fucking. Every thing. half hour, you go out and you move them. Yeah. Hey, if, if God brought my my grass into existence, God can take it out of existence. But uh, it would be right. nice <laughs> if we got some rain. Uh, yeah. So well, <laughs> what, do you have any sort of a backyard garden or anything like that? You're trying to. Um, where it's not planted. Yeah, uh, just like a structure for it, but yeah. Yeah, that's another one of the things. That's it's one thing to just like not give a fuck about your lawn, but yeah, once you start putting time into a little backyard garden, it's like fuck. It's hot, no rain. You got to take care of that shit. I actually <clears throat> because we're on city water, but the um, previous owner he actually dug a well. Um, You're lucky. Yeah, um, but I haven't. So now, like, there's this elaborate pipe. Then piping system to like all these hoses and shit and he had like sinklers on on timers for the garden uh but i haven't fi- i haven't bothered to figure that shit oh out you yet. better fucking look into that sh- well then don't yeah. be bitching about rain this- it sounds like hey, you fucking rain dude to water your shit <laughs> and he's like nope we i don't want to do it rain, i need but some the previous owner rain. set up this entire yeah. irrigation system <laughs> to well. i don't even dude, have to worry about this fluoride. shit is so point? elaborate i feel like i'm solving a missed puzzle when i'm looking <laughs> get on it shit. you better get on it that sounds uh, interesting. You could hey. give it. You could do uh, what sexy yeah. fuck it you think for three weeks on that. Yeah, probably. Just go snort some Adderall or something. That's actually a great. Figure it out one night. Man, you just like, you just like save the gold mine for the very end of your fuck it you think. It's like yeah, you bury the lead on that. This guy's like, I dug. <laughs> oh yeah, the previous owner dug a well, and then he put all these pipes, and it was elaborate connected. To, like what? <laughs> I'm just too lazy this to figure it out. I just wanted to fucking rain. Of watering my garden. Yes, dude, man, that's just awesome. You should, you're so lucky. Well, maybe you should just bring a bunch of shrooms and figure it out. Because if you don't figure it out, it's going to start going to waste. Honestly, like, it doesn't take long for this shit to start wearing out. Yeah. From someone who grew up in the country and had to deal with that kind of stuff. I don't know. I got to figure. I don't know how to get the pump to start. This is why you bought a house. You bought a house to deal with this shit. Jesus Christ. I'm working on the fucking floors. You fucking mongoloid. God, so many hours of the day. Not everybody gives a shit about the yard. I mean, not like bonkers about the yard, Ashtray. I just want it to rain. That's all I want. I just don't want him to lose his. He just wants it to rain, dude. Moving on. God damn. All right, Mystic Kids. (laughs) My 16 year old just drove for the first time today. Like had her first lesson. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm feeling and old. She's guys. your middle. Feeling old. Yeah. She it's your my middle, middle. 
my middle kid. Mm. This is the second time. It's even worse the second time. Really? Yeah, the third time is going to be right. What do you think makes it worse? Is she a worse driver, or is it more just oh, the sentimentality of that? Like, fuck, like they're getting old, and I'm old. sending my little birds out to the world. Yes, exactly. Out of the nest. Yep. Yeah. Damn. You just don't get it, man. I I never will. He's too, he's too <laughs> into his grass. I'm just I a fucking rascal. I know you won't. Asher's going to be fucking faces when he's 80. I envy this shit that. <laughs> I'll be in the nursing home living on the government. <laughs> fucking, fucking old, fucking toothless faces. <laughs> old ladies and shit. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Listen oh, here, Hazel. You can always adopt, Ashtray. Oh, that's what everybody tells me. Like, seriously, do you... <laughs> Do you guys think it'd be a good idea for me to adopt? Do you think an adoption Dude, agency is gonna fucking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so terrible. Yeah. So That's tell us how you're gonna feed idea. this child. Oh, Baldwin yeah. Street Grill has some really great <laughs> yeah. fucking bar right? food. Right, and I get the employee half fifty percent off discount. So we're going to eat at Baldwin Street Grill every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No. Dude. I mean, you only really adopt like a fifteen-year-old. <clears throat> The only realistic way of me having kids would be like me uh, finding a single mother who actually would put up with me and I like enough to put up with her and her child. Um, anyways. But that's not going to happen. Yeah, You're, I don't see that. Yeah. Fucking, fucking <laughs> yeah <that's... laughs> so, exactly. Moving on. And on that note, to Ashtray, whose face do I need to fuck to get some shrink bands around here? Um, Fine. My fucking supplier for the shrink bands I use for the MyLights. Um, of course, this is one of those things where it's like a lesson learned and being a little uh, fucking uh, uh, industrialist on a small scale. Um, and so I look back on the records, too, because it was like end of 2017 bought this. I decided to... Uh, Invest in, like get instead of getting fourteen hundred per bag of shrink bands, like get the big ten thousand plus nice. crate. I mean, it's not a crate; it's 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 like a fucking big box because they're compacted. But it was still, you know, like investing two hundred plus dollars instead of, uh, you know, the reasonable rate for fourteen hundred per bag and. When you do the math, it's like, okay, you're saving a penny. It goes from three cents per shrink band to two cents. It's like, if, if I'm going to be doing this long term, it's the way to go. But, of course, that lasted me, um, you know, till now. So, like, five, six years, it's like, get down to, like, oh, I got a little over a thousand left. It was like, I better, better get myself a new crate of fucking shrink bands. Oh, to stock. Restock hmm. to be determined. It's not a fox. Oh, really? Start looking, looking at alternative sizes. It's like, nope, out of stock. It's like, fuck. The thing is, um, you know, like, but uh, you guys have seen the lighters, but so they're they're kind of different than your standard. There's a lot of shrink bands made for bottle tops or like, you know, for hot sauces, stuff like that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You only need to be usually like inch to two inch distance. I need, I need me a long three plus inch shrink pan you know it's just the girth of my product and so it's usually what i use is actually made for um like those little mint tins or Mm. lip balm 
Um, but of course, because my size is out of stock, all the sizes that are somewhat similar, fucking just all out of stock. And started looking online, and all the people, like all these other companies, um, that offer shrink bands, any of them that are have the same size as the ones I've been buying, they're buying them from my supplier. Oh, great! Yeah, so I was like, "Fuck me!" Um, like I, I finally settled on. I mean, I, I got, I don't know, uh, maybe. 650 or 700 of uh ones that are a little bit longer like they're a little bigger but they'll they'll still work um but that's now kind of like fucking a really goddamn supply chain problem still but i guess that's a little industrial uh lesson learned that like don't let your supply get that low out of 10,000 maybe at like 2500 i should have been like maybe it's time to restock or at least figure you know or at least come to the realization that what I was getting isn't going to work. So now I'm in that fucking pickle. So thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, right. <clears throat> God damn it, Obama. He wasn't even president when I bought those. Yeah, he should have still sent you a text message or something. Yeah, like right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, hey. you know, <laughs> it's common fucking courtesy. God damn it. Give yep. me Obama right. phone. Exactly. And that's a black guy saying it. Yeah. yeah. And he, yeah, I should have had an Obama phone that was purely tied in. <laughs> <laughs> to my shrink band supply chain yep. issues. Yep. But nonetheless, you know, Trump was right. He didn't do anything for this country. So <laughs> <laughs> moving on to Teddy, uh blank. What's your fuck what you think, buddy? Uh my fuck what you think is um Diablo four. Oh. <clears throat> I beat the game last night. You beat um, the game? Damn already? When did it come out? Jesus yesterday? Christ. I had it four days early, remember? I've been playing it for a week. Well, oh, fucking a. a week, Jesus! I thought you're a manager now. I am. Your poor crazy. wife and child don't get to see you. Oh, shut the fuck up! I play at night. <laughs> Somebody sacrificed. <laughs> but um, so um, now that you beat the game, it gives you the option. Uh, I beat the game at level forty six. Um, uh, to get to your T, be level fifty, and then you can go up to level one hundred and everything else. But uh, so I, I started a new character because I wanted I want to do a rogue now. My first character is a necro. And it gives you the option to skip the story mode and go straight to the end game. And I was like, awesome, cool. It's cool. Skip the story. So Your guess what level character's a Negro? Necro. You can call him a Negro though. Uh, Negro Necro. He's a Negro Negroes Necro. can be Necro. He's a Negro ne- yeah, <laughs> Negroes can't be Necros. Like okay. Necros can be okay. any race. No, that's Don't cool. Try. I just wanted to make sure I got the right fucking word. All right. He's a Negro Necro. Um so but uh so if you choose the option to, to skip the story mode, um, it doesn't give you the XP for all those all those quests they let you skip. It starts you off at level six in the end game, like level Mother fifty shit. Fucker. And I, I know it's a stupid thing to be upset about. I didn't have anything from from what sexy. I, I fucking from what fucking do think ah. so quick. <clears throat> this is this is like yeah, it's quick. White people problems. Most of White them are. Problems. We we create and suffer from our own problems. We can suffer from our own problems. Right? Yeah, we create and <laughs> then don't <laughs> fix our own problems. Yep. Yeah, bestow them upon <laughs> all the minorities below them. us. And then blame them yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the way this is the way. You know? All right. Well so uh that's the last the fuck you think, I believe. <laughs> oh, look at this, on time. Eleven. In all seriousness. To the show there. Go fuck yourself, uh, Canadian wildfires. Yeah, right? Yeah. Man, make it up. 
bitch. That's our show. We're going to be here every Thursday night, 10 p.m. Central. Uh, make sure you join the conversation at the old report.com slash or whatever. Facebook.com slash. <laughs> hey, wait a <laughs> I mean, wait, wait a minute. Sell the show there, buddy. Oh, you know what? This is Ashtray's show. Man. I do all. I do the front end, the good. deep research about fucking people being dropped out of planes, something real nefarious to give you nightmares before you go to bed. And then I'll fuck it up at the end because uh, I am the Ashtray. I'm Oracle. I'm Mystic. And I'm Teddy. And that was the mildest Red Eye Report. Boom. <laughs>